0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Real Estate Trifecta, my name is Carlos Salinas, Mr. You Don't Need 20%, back at it again, season 2, episode 6, as we draw into the new year, 2022, we are opening up, we are strong, everything is great, going according to plan, and I am excited Uh, Can't speak enough about my team, the guys that I'm on this uh, pod with, and um, I'm really blessed to be surrounded by great company. With that being said, um, we are going to dive in to the WE movement, the empowerment movement that we, the women's empowerment movement that we have planned for this episode. It's going to be something like no other, not this episode, but (laughs) for the podcast, it's going to be something like no other, and we are excited about it today's guest is an up-and-coming rising star at Douglas Elliman, Rosanna Jaglau, a heavy hitter in her time with the Syosset office is going to be here as someone we're going to kind of dive into or speak to about the women's empowerment movement and she has been tapped as a friend of the real estate trifecta to help co-host that episode. So, I'm really excited about that. Um, Again, shout out to the people that support us and you know, we really love you. We're not going to name you this time, but we're going to have your graphics down at the bottom. You know who you are Um, and I really want to dive into it right now because I've been very, very excited to talk to my guys, Mr. Span. Mr. Blue! Mr. Mr. You don't need, man. Mr. You Don't
1: Need 20%. Damn. The mic. You look good. You, I look, pre- you, look, you look good. Look, no, no, no. My, you look good. You I look appreciate good. that. You look good. You look
0: beautiful. I know mean, we use that off camera. It's so a word. Awesome. Evan I was going to say, I'm going to sit that over was, here.
1: You guys talk. Been, no, huh? no, 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 no. <laughs> no bromance, no bromance. I love, I love the color. The no, color's no, looking good. No bromance. Uh, I am Kevin Spanny, and Shermer's Guru. Very happy to be here again. Once again in the house. Once again. Just talking and doing what we do, and we got some incredible topics to, oh, yeah. to go through today. Oh, yeah. So I won't go with the long intro. I'm gonna just pass the ball. To <laughs> the He's no open. look to my Take guy. It. Take it, talk to the people, tell keep them. Keep it running. More. Let's Absolutely. keep it running. Evan yes, Russell.
2: Evan Russell here, Mr. C M P your certified mortgage planner with RCG Mortgage. Definitely excited about the topics we have to talk about today, and most importantly, about the WE Women's Empowerment episode Correct. that we are going to be uh, uh, shooting yeah. very soon. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be talking about that. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a lot of other topics that are exciting for me to discuss because they pertain to myself, my clients, my industry, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone else's here at this, uh, at this podium. So yeah, let's get into
0: it. So uh, we as agents, in our different fields, uh, we deal with clientele face to face. We deal with clientele. Uh, we deal with clientele. We deal with people. We're in a people industry, and uh, I I brought this topic of conversation up uh, with my co-host because I think it's something with the change in times right now, especially in our industries, how important it is to manage client expectation for those clients that are watching us. For those agents that are watching us, for anybody that's watching us, um, the importance in, especially in real estate, in managing client expectations is not an easy fit. Not at all. Not var- at all. A lot of variables. A lot of variables. There's so many things to go over. There's so many things that we can discuss. There's so many ideas, you know, intentions, modes. And we can just dive into it and try to help our clients get to what we all want. And that's the finish line. Signing for us, it's, you know, signing on the dotted line, you know, in trying to help our clients purchase a new home, trying to make sure that in the time we are managing expectations, not just from the beginning, but also throughout the entire, you know, the entire deal as it would pertain to uh, real estate. And, um, you know, I know for a fact the topic of conversation on everybody's mind right now or the topic of discussion, and that's easy to throw out right now. Are the rates are rising? Yes, <laughs> yeah, the rates are rising. 100%. That's the that's the, that's that's the easy. <laughs> yeah, that that is a fact, and Evan is going to touch on that for sure. But that's the easy thing to say to let's say a client in the process of you know purchasing a home. Well, the rates are rising. You need to buy something right now. Sure. Of course, it's a market where I need to you know, I need as a business to sell a home. I need to make sure that I'm putting my clients in the homes that they want. However, informing them, I I talked about this last time, how information is key. I need to inform them. I don't use the rates are rising as a scare tactic. That's not what that is. Buy now or you're gonna suffer later. That's not how it goes, for me anyway. Um, I would rather inform my people and let them know, hey, yes, the rates are rising, this is a great time to buy, but still, add the, the part where rates are still historically at an all time low. So as we're not in the COVID market anymore, I think it's going into the, the post COVID market where mm-hmm. the, I guess the industry is going to level out at some point, but um, you know, I, I have clients that are still stuck on that three years ago mentality on where prices were compared to where pricing for houses are now. Yes, a house in these areas three years ago where you would have bought, it's not the same price anymore. I'm sorry, there's been an inflation. I, I wouldn't say,
1: There's been an what, increase, a
0: 17 by 17% increase market? There's, right. there's a been a large increase in price, a large increase in price. Yeah, which, is, which is based on supply and demand, so the market, is, the market is what the market
2: is. You know 100%. I mean,
0: but how to manage and explain to my people that yeah. that's just not the case anymore. You know you need to remember you're going into this purchasing a home and yes we do send our the clients that do get pre-approved are we discuss this we discuss this handle with fist. like we make sure the preparation especially when clients are pre-approved they understand what they're going into so um we're going to pivot today because i want to throw this you at to. evan first you have to because i think when looking at finances evan you know, I know for a fact, we've had this discussion. We've had these battles. Absolutely. You know, where should we be? How should their taxes look? You know, where where's the price point right now or the sweet spot that's going to help a client get across the finish line? Please, help me with this. Everyone has different goals and intentions.
2: Yep. And I think that what the last 3 years has, has provided to, um, to potential homeowners and buyers and investors is, you know, and everyone all the is like you mentioned, you know, a significant increase in property values. So people are seeing homes as more of an investment vehicle than ever, but to the degree where they lose sight of the fact that that's your home. Correct. That's your home base. Mm -hmm. I know personally, and I bought my home in 2021, in Mm. March of 2021. That was what you could say was almost at the height of pandemic level, you know, increases in, in, in house prices. But I bought my home because I bought my home. Mm. Yes, it is still an investment because the housing market is cyclical and it goes up and it goes down and it goes up and it goes down. But I bought my home. So I think there are a lot of people out there that um, are feeling, especially in the young generation, millennials largely, that are looking for... Real estate to strictly be this investment, this immediate investment vehicle. You know, you may make eight to twelve in the markets, eight to twelve percent in the markets, or whatever. You know, however aggressive your strategies are, mm-hmm. right? Uh, real estate is not that same immediate, you know, quick, you know, uh, 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 investment strategy. It's Correct. just not the same. So I think lo- people are losing sight of the fact that this is your home. This is home base. This is where you're raising your family. This is where you're. Uh, creating your family. This is where you're going home to and living your life And we really need to get back to that now that took me off-topic a, a little bit mm-hmm. the, to, to what we were saying, but I do think that that's uh, uh, I Don't know what the word is exactly but it's just something that we really need to take a, a good look at and realize Realize that real estate is more important than strictly an investment vehicle. Although a very important piece of it
0: okay? I might my- and I'm, I know we were supposed Go to get to you. I just, okay? want to, I just wanted to piggyback on this. Yeah. My right. biggest struggle are not even the millennials, because the millennials oh, yeah. have been they've seen the price. They they understand what the housing market was, but I think they're adjusting to what the market is now. My biggest hurdle, well, not my biggest hurdle. I wouldn't say that it's a hurdle. My biggest challenge is the older generations between the, let's say, the 35 and 55 demographic because they've seen what houses were four to five years ago when they should have bought. So, um, and I think that's been the challenge in trying to really explain. I know I'm I'm thinking of one person in particular, but, um, you know, trying to help him understand, you know, market trends and, you know, how inflation works and, you know, how prices for these houses go up as far as the supply and demand part of it uh, has been my challenge. So um, I can only imagine how it is in insurance. You know. Oh,
1: definitely. You know, as the insurance industry expert, I would say it's the same thing. Managing expectations uh, requires three things. Communication, mm-hmm. more communication, <laughs> and more communication. Because so the communication. first time... Communication. Somebody talking. A lot of the first time... <laughs> I'm telling you, the only thing you're listening for maybe is just the price. Yeah, and that's right, right, right. As long as the price and the insurance meets the debt to income wow. ratio mm-hmm. that you gave, mm-hmm. as long as it lines up with my ability to make this payment and buy the house, yeah. they're happy. Right. But there's other, other parts of that communication from an insurance standpoint that we have to have. We get into conversations where someone is buying a house in an area where they're paying mm-hmm. 800000 for the house. Mm-hmm. But the replacement cost is only $400,000. Right. So we have to communicate, why is that? But mm-hmm. Kevin, I'm paying 800000 Is that going to work? Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I have to over-communicate mm-hmm. that two things are going to happen. Expectations. Yep. One, we're going to write the policy today yep. for what the replacement cost dictates. Correct. However, today. we are going to go out and look at your house. Mm-hmm. And inside of 30 days, mm-hmm. if we should have insured it for 800000 we will correct that. Yep. But my feeling is that it will be four hundred thousand. But mm-hmm. whatever that is, know that you're going to pay what's expected to pay based on what your mortgage broker, your realtor who referred us to business. And shout out to everyone that refers us business. We we love you. We appreciate 100%. you. Um, That's the fact. We're going to line up with that <laughs> expectation. But if it changes, it's going to change on the back end, and we will re-communicate that to you because I firmly believe not just in one-time communication, but in over-communication. It helps avoid a lot of misunderstandings later.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you're an insurance agent, so you're there for your clients from the start of the policy when you're writing it to mm-hmm. uh, potential, God forbid, but a potential claim when that claim happens. Mm-hmm. So you're setting them up, right, in, with communication from the beginning of what can happen, and if it does, what and how it's going to be remedied. And then when it does happen making sure that you're meeting those expectations, right? You set the expectations and you met the expectations.
1: Absolutely.
2: The goal is for you not to have
1: to, of course. The, the goal is right? for <laughs> nobody to have, have a claim. You know, I put it, the three of us to try effect I put it this way. You sell the American dream. Mm-hmm. You finance the American dream. I protect the American dream. I give you the right insurance mm. so that you don't lose it. I love that. You know, because none of this process of buying homes in this area as a primary residential property, as an investment property, none of it's easy your expectations Mm -hmm. your emotions are high low you're worried the numbers are right the numbers are wrong at the end of the day 300,000 500,000 800,000 1.2 million it's all the same it's a big risk Mm -hmm. we're here to share the risk with you and to make sure you're properly informed over and over again before anything goes wrong so you have a clear understanding of what to expect and when there's a little bit of confusion we're going to communicate with you again to make sure you're good
0: as a consumer right? If I'm home alone or if I'm by myself managing expectations, right? If something happens in the house or if I'm in a car accident, who do I call first? Do I call you or do I call the wife Cause you got to manage expectations. <laughs> I gotta know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, who is the first person that gets talked to? Like, I gotta know.
1: So managing expectations. <laughs> if I'm you, as one married uh, man, yeah, you, that sounds you, like it. It's almost call me <laughs> because I can help you with that next conversation. And you know this, boy. We well, talk insurance. We and right, we'll talk right. something we else. We got to get me, the story let straight. Let me tell you what's
3: gonna happen, <laughs> and
1: then let me help you to say that. I wanted to go well at home. I wanted to go well at home, so I want to put you oh in a God. strong position yeah. to tell it it's going to be okay because I already checked with Kev. <laughs> he said this is the way the uh, policy works. And then oh when she gets man. that look, like he don't know. Right. I'm gonna call him again. It's eight o'clock. I'm gonna call him again. He'll talk to us now. And we'll be Fellas, good.
0: Fellas, get the story straight That's before it. you make the second call. That's it. You, That's what I'm saying.
2: You know, right. what, you know, and you know what's funny? In all seriousness, you bring up a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a very good point, actually, an important point as far as setting expectations is mm. concerned. I work with so many clients where, you know, it's a husband and wife and, (laughs) you know, two partners, husband and wife, whatever the case may be, and I'm speaking with one of them. I'm working with one of them. And I'm managing that individual's expectations, but those expectations I've managed are really for them as a unit. But I'm speaking with one individual. (laughs) And then the other individual comes in (laughs) days later, right? It's like, wait, hold up. What was just said? So I always, I always, as a rule of thumb... When I'm speaking with one individual who is doing something f- with a group, I work to get on a conference call together. Oh, 100%. Everybody yeah. is together. I don't think and everyone's on the
0: same page. Yeah. And we all
2: know exactly what's going on.
0: I don't, married couples, I don't, I don't speak to unless the significant other is present. Got to be present. Whoever that Absolutely. person is. Because for some, like as a guy, we have, the, the, the. I guess the women or our wives would call them delusions. But we got, you know, we just come up with ideas, you know, 80 inch screen on, you know, a, a, a 10 foot by 10 wall. Like, no, it's not. That it doesn't work That's like that. It's going to be a yeah. movie theater in the room as opposed to just like a living room for that matter. So but it's, it's yeah. funny you say that
1: I've never met this ghost. I've never met partners, married couple, anybody where the couple handles the money exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I spoke to a couple today. I'm speaking about the auto insurance and yeah. trying to bundle the home insurance. He's mm-hmm. like, no, he handles that. I do this and he does that. And it's separate, but whatever works for people, it works talent. for them. But that yeah. goes back to your original question of managing expectations. expectations. Um, it has to be the way they do their thing. Wait, hold on, hold
0: on. This, we are not relationship, because it sounds like we about we're about to start not. talking about relationship no, and marriage. I we're going to manage expectations nobody, no in can. marriages. And, that's in not insurance what we're talking industry,
1: about. that's all I know.
0: Yeah, in, in real estate, we try to manage that's expectations as best as possible. And I, I for sure know, I personally think... Um, after our after our conversations and what we've been going through lately, as far as managing expectations, yes. the client—it's just—I b- feel like it's been harder in trying to explain how you're going to be spending more. Like you know, we yeah. we have a client that just got hit with uh, a bill mm-hmm. that she didn't expect. Now it's trying to explain and manage that expectation as to this is what you got into. Granted, you got the sweetest deal on earth at the time when you bought. But let's not you know let's. Let's not complain. No, but these are the reasons why. Yeah,
2: yeah. We need, and 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 the consumer always deserves the uh, professional's uh, explanation of what and Mm. why. You know, if mat, if if expectations are felt by a consumer that, that if a consumer feels that expectations were at some point not managed or not set properly, Mm -hmm. there's probably a reason for it. In this situation, that that Carlos, you bring up right now, there most certainly is a reason for it. That is out of everyone's control, mm-hmm. but there needs to be an explanation, and that's where the professional comes in, whether it's insurance, real estate, or mortgage finance.
1: And I think as long as you explain it, and you're there for them, like in this situation, I think they feel great about Agreed. it. Agreed. Going back <laughs> to the same word, communication. <laughs> communication.
0: Communication is One, key. communication two. Oh, 100%. And three? That's it. Call Commun- call Kevin Call Kevin first, three. That's it. <laughs> call Kevin first, that's it. get your story straight, that's and uh, there'll be no problem, you know, when you got to get home and, you know, talk to your SOs, SO. Um, so... <laughs> With that being said, we are going to take a quick break for the Mortgage Minute with Andrew Russell with RCG. Take it away, my guy. Andrew, go for it.
3: Can the seller pay for my closing costs? Yes. The Department of Housing and Urban Development, which manages the FHA loan program, allows sellers to contribute money towards the home buyer's closing costs, generally limited to 6% of the sales price. Anything above 6% would be considered an inducement to purchase, and would result in a dollar-for-dollar reduction in the sales price. Let's look at an example. With an agreed-upon purchase price of $300,000, the seller could pay up to $18,000 in buyer's closing costs because $300,000 times 6% equals $18,000. If a seller or other interested party contributes more than 6%, it would be considered an inducement to purchase. When it comes to FHA loans, these inducements generally result in a dollar-for-dollar reduction to the purchase price for purposes of determining the borrower's loan-to-value ratio. Should you ask for a seller concession? Whether or not you should ask for closing cost help with an FHA loan will largely depend on the state of your local real estate market. Here are some considerations. If you're in a seller's market with limited inventory and strong demand from other buyers, the homeowner might not be willing to pay your closing costs with FHA or any other type of mortgage loan. If you're in a buyer's market with plenty of housing inventory, but relatively low demand, sellers will be more willing to negotiate for concessions. They'll be more eager to land an offer. The bottom line, with an FHA loan, the seller can pay closing costs for the buyer up to 6% of the sales price. For more information, please contact my team and I.
0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you, Andrew Russell, for that Mortgage Minute. We appreciate it. Uh, Moving forward, I am not even just moving forward. I am so happy to have a friend of the podcast, a rising star in Douglas Element, a superstar for that matter. we were so blessed to be able to co-I guess co-market or co-brand or co-facilitate a backpack giveaway uh, this last summer, this past summer. And uh, we are blessed enough to have her here today. Rosanna Jaglau, Douglas you. Element Agent, <laughs> Office. Wow. Well, let's go! Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you for stopping by. Um, there's a lot that we are going to discuss today. A lot of the reasons for your presence today is very, very purposeful. Uh, first and foremost, um, we want to thank you for you know, taking the time to be with us you know, and helping us as thank the topic. You. Yeah, thank you. you know, we'll, dive, we'll dive right into the topic of conversation. You were just listening to us go on and on and on. Managing expectations, you as a Douglas Element agent in Sayaset, I know for a fact the market is different in Sayaset than it would be in let's say Smithtown and Suffolk. I mean, what in your I mean tell me about how you manage client expectations for right now?
4: Yeah, um so as we know the market's shifting a little bit, rates are going up, everyone's getting a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Um So what I've done to clients is, you know, what you saw a year and a half, two years ago is not the market that we're in. I agree. Um, So I set that at the forefront of our first, you know, first conversation or first meet, you know, Mm -hmm. in-person meeting. So they understand what we're going in. Sure. Um, They understand what their mortgage payments are. If I've been working with them, you know, if I started working with a client, let's say, in December and now Mm -hmm. we're almost February. Sure. I would, you know. Running back to the mortgage loan So hey, can you run the numbers? Because of what you were
1: pre-approved for in December may not necessarily be, you know, give
4: your purchasing power
1: today. Hey, especially. <laughs> you know.
4: Well
0: said. Well, yes, sir. real well, estate agent, right there. Wow. So, so yeah. So just just to be clear, again, we all have our different methods on how we prepare for, you know, interaction with clients. Sometimes you're meeting clients on the fly at the first, um, you know, mm-hmm. the first showing, whatever the case may be, but. You invite clients into the office and kind of break everything down. I love that. I do that.
4: Um, so it's not usually the office. but oh, okay. Sometimes I usually will do a Zoom, Zoom or something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Just because the... sometimes clients are coming from all over the place, and maybe my office is not the most central location, but sure. I usually do either a Zoom or a Facetime now.
0: Okay. You've, I mean, you've spoken to Evan about yeah. you know some preparation with you know market trends. we discussed inflation. Uh, you know, you just mentioned you know the price market for what things were selling for a year ago compared to now, I mean, the direction that you would, do you find it hard to, you know, really try to get them to over the edge to put in offers? I mean, where are you with that? Like, is it is it something
4: tough? So it's still tough, okay. yeah. Um, I would say there's still a price point and, um, you know, neighborhoods that are, you're still seeing lines out the door. You're still gonna see bidding wars, um, but it, it goes back to those setting that expectation. So asking clients, you know, are you willing to lose this house for 10000 Um, you know, and if you had that conversation at the beginning, mm-hmm. opposed to at the point of where we've already put in an offer, sure. and now, you know, listing agents coming back and saying, well, you guys are third in, you know, line, or you're a third best offer, it, it, it kind of, it, it goes over easier. Right.
0: And I think Evan has, you know, we've discussed uh, the amount paid on the dollar, well, how much you would pay as an increase in your mortgage for every 10,000, okay, for every $10,000 you spend. it again, it's good to work with these and have my primary lender on a pod like this because yes, we go through these situations it's all the time. Okay?
2: Pa- it's powerful for a real estate agent like Rosina, like yourself, Carlos, You know, for you to understand the the, the cost of that $10,000 from a production perspective and from an out-of-pocket perspective. You know, Right now, even with rates where they are currently, mm-hmm. every 10,000, Dollars that you are going to uh, every ten thousand dollars that you are going to borrow is approximately forty five dollars. It was mm. about thirty seven dollars. I'd said at the end of last year mm. about forty five dollars right now. You're looking at about
1: forty five dollars a month on my monthly payment. That's
2: correct. correct. That's correct. 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 So 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 you're looking at you know between five hundred you know the, the low five hundreds as far as every hundred thousand borrowed. So I mean ten thousand is only about forty five dollars that you're going to spend on a monthly basis and. You're putting let's just say a five percent down payment of ten thousand dollars, that's only five hundred dollars. So to your point, rosina right? Are you gonna lose this house, Mr. or Mrs. Client, for ten thousand dollars? Really, the question is are you gonna lose this house for $45 a month right. and
0: five hundred dollars, which is your point exactly precisely, right? Right. Evan, you you mentioned before about pricing for millennials and expectations. For buying something now in the equity portion of it, I want to double back on that because I really feel like you had something that you wanted to say, and I think that this is you know I think after discussing it a little bit further, you know you, you were kind of right there. Absolutely, this is a, this is a message that I that I
2: wanted to I wanted to um, be clear with for sure. Um, you know, and that message really just is a shift in the market, mm. which is what we starting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. co- coming out with. It's really just a shift in the market, you know, uh, with rates on the rise, um, you know, people are nervous, people are scared, they don't know if they should get in, they don't know if they should get out. So there's a massive shift in the market and what we saw over the last two, three years with COVID uh, and the Um, You know, the the, the insane increase in property values, which are due to the droves of buyers with low interest rates, right? Uh, We're not going to be seeing that same type of market come 2022 Mm -hmm. and beyond. And it goes back to housing market being cyclical up and down. So this, the course of this year, the goal really is for inventory to increase a little bit and all, the buyers will decrease a little bit as well with the higher interest rates. And that's gonna create a little bit of a correction. Okay. That 20% a year increase mm-hmm. in property value, which is insane, mm-hmm. and has people getting ready to sell right away and call Rosina and Carlos. <laughs> right. You know, that's not, that's not gonna be 2022, three, four, five, et cetera, so there's a shift in the market and the message is just that. There's a shift in the market, and you need to be aware of that shift. Back to you, Rezima, and what you were saying, um, is that's what you're preparing your clients for, mm-hmm. right? That you're, you're preparing them to understand what they have to get themselves into exactly. and what they need to be ready for. Right, right. exactly, sponsor awesome.
0: group. Absolutely. Um, so the different markets, I know that um, you, we've had we've had great conversations, yeah. um, and, and um, you being at Syosset Office, I mean, you had spent some time in the Stony Brook area. Yeah, I lived there
4: for a short while. Short while, right?
0: So you know the differences in well the compare the comparisons between the, the counties, correct? So you know, in your opinion, do you see like where do you see as far as if you had clients in both counties? Not that you would steering is against all no steering no <laughs> steering fair housing no, right <laughs> exactly fair housing no no we don't do that but um as far as the, Not steering, Uh, the the placement is a bad word too. Um, Your direction in trying to see and comparatively. You know what you spend in Saucy is going to be different from what you would spend, in, you know, let's say in Suffolk. Right. So, I mean, when it comes to you know your opinion, and that's a strong word as well, we're not allowed to give our opinions. This is just tough. Fair housing is yes. tough. Like if we just cannot. Yes. Yeah. That, it's, yeah. So, yeah it, it's really tough. It puts us in a position. As you can see, I'm fumbling on my words, which never happens on the pod. But you know, I'm looking at another real estate professional right now, trying to not break any fair housing rules I mean, but people
4: don't even know that or some people don't know that we can't even tell you when you ask if a school district is it good or bad I yeah, can't say yes or yeah no. yeah
0: we can't say that it's either you do your research on on certain websites to kind of gain uh some like,
4: knowledge knowledge, or knowledge or information or, yeah in, information or you statistics? know we can
0: put you into the direction of showing you where, where these stats are coming from but as far as our opinion goes no 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 uh that's that's a big no no but um do you what do you see fairly differently within the two counties? I guess that's a way of it. <clears throat>
4: um, so I feel like taxes are a big thing. 100 percent Um and so I I can't really give you an educated answer on Suffolk because I haven't really sold that much out there. Okay. Um but what I've heard from people like yourself, yeah, yeah. um I find that it's a little bit easier to get offers accepted in Suffolk than Nassau. It's a little bit more competitive. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I've I okay. found yeah. yeah. I've found, <laughs> I found that. I found that I don't know if it's necessarily the homeowners, if it's mm-hmm. the taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you brand yourself as you don't know you don't need Mr. Twenty percent down. Mr. You don't need twenty percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's very hard I find in certain towns, I wouldn't say all, but in certain towns of NASA
0: where sure. if you don't have twenty percent down, mm-hmm. it's very hard to get an accepted all. Price. Interesting. Wow. Okay, yeah, we, and I, I can imagine, I, I probably I went to school in one of those towns. Yeah, <laughs> um, without pulling in. Yeah, right, 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 but no, I get it, and I, I think Kev wanted to jump in on this.
1: Yeah, no, I was just saying, I was going back to both of the points that Rosina and uh, Nev made in the beginning. When you look at the complexity and whatever's happening in the market, it feels like we're going back to basics, and if I'm a I'm looking to
3: buy a house from one of you, I have a house uh, financed by you,
1: I certainly want to talk to the same real estate professional that I started with or the mortgage broker that I started with so you can explain it to me like I'm a two year old and help me to understand. Love that. Conversely, in the uh, Google University world that so many people attend, (laughs) if you go with the do it yourself model and you Google it and you go with, you know, look to buy online or look to finance online and you don't have anybody to talk to. You're not going to feel good, but if yeah. someone tells you, and if that yeah. same person holds your hand and explains it to you like a two year old, I always feel better. I'm mm. just an insurance mm. industry expert. I'm not an expert in this field. I'm right. not an expert in your right, field. Right. Please explain to me what's happened. Okay, it's ten thousand more, 45 dollars a month. I can find that, mm. but just explain it to me. Can I? Can I ask you, Kev? Do you find with what you're saying right now,
2: this is driving us me into? Um, a technology conversation, mm-hmm. which is is what the rocket mortgages of the world, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Zillow potentially to the world, you know, these these larger platforms are trying to do. They're trying to push out the 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 need for this in person and, and, and co- direct contact communication, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Google University, right? Course, they're they're, they're, not, they're Google University. They're all Google <laughs> University. But you do not have that Love same that. you know expertise through Correct. that Google University. My question to you is, just from a layman for, as far as insurance is concerned. Is there something comparable from a surely
1: perspective Absolutely. That's trying to drive there's, it, uh, There are names that I don't work. say, but there's something that sounds like a gecko. Something, <laughs> that, something that sounds like Kool Aid. Right, right, right. Um, which are all cool and palatable drinks and things of that course, you can have. Of course. But if I were to make a significant purchase, mm-hmm. um, perhaps the largest purchase in my life, and I needed finance, I would not go with a beverage. 100%. I would not go with a small, cute animal. I need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to people. I like the laugh.
3: Some of those companies are very
1: funny. They have better commercials than us. But when it really comes to my money, I'm so serious. And a lot of football players that just show up on these
0: commercials. Absolutely. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I love, love those slogan. I love that. Oh, yeah, slogan, yeah. you're protecting
2: your house, truly. When you're protecting when you your house, to, you want to speak with the insurance guru.
1: You want to be with the industry expert that's that understands that's swing. Right. Ten thousand dollars, another fifty dollars. I'm at my financial end. This has to work, and I can't lose it due to catastrophe, disaster, lawsuit, or any other reason. So, there's a reason for every expert on the trifecta, mm-hmm. and why people will still need people regardless of the advances in technology. report Hundred percent. So, uh, moving on.
0: Thank you, Kevin. It was very well put. It. It As always. Right. I I couldn't say it any better. I appreciate that, Evan. I appreciate the say. Appreciate that. Um, So again, moving back to why Rosanna is here today, we have a lot of stuff to announce. You and I have been discussing a lot of ideas, a lot of involvement, and I think you and I are going to be pushing the narrative as far as inclusion in our company this year. Absolutely. Um, And I'm really excited for it. Uh, Last last year, I was able to do a, um, a fundraiser, a small fundraiser with Way 50 for the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. And I'm proud to say that Douglas Elliman is all in. Douglas Elliman is all in. He mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is all in with the, realist, the real estate campaign. with the Real Men Wear Pink, you know, campaign as far as fundraising. And um, I'm here to announce that Rosanna is going to be helping me run that campaign on a media front. So, so yeah, we, we discussed it. I explained what it was. And you were you, you didn't even want to hear that. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> sign Yeah, sign nice. me up right now. So, you know, you saw what it was about. Yeah. And, you know, I know that, you know, cancer affects everyone in different ways. But. <laughs> uh, You know, you're going to be involved a lot this year. So, you know, you're involved. I mean, tell me about what you thought after doing research. I mean, knowing that our company is going to be fully invested in the growth of this and production. Tell me what you think about
4: that. Yeah, so I was truly honored that you even reached out. 100%. Um, I think it's a great thing because what we're going to do is we're going to try to be going from office to office. We're going to try to bring agents together. In our industry, I feel like sometimes there's been a little bit of... um, Competitions? Uh yeah, Lion I mean, competition?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
4: Um and so by us all coming together, even just having two realtors on the same right, platform same. as right now, yep. uh, just shows that you know the direction of where our industry is going and that's what i'm looking forward
0: to yeah i call it uh supportive competitiveness
4: there you go you
0: know what i mean i, I yeah. want to see you succeed you know right. i want to see you do better Absolutely. because you know what it makes me do better you know and we are with the roman campaign as you're going to see they're going to be ambassadors from every douglas element office so what rosina was uh, trying to explain was uh douglas Elliman decided to go all in and elect an ambassador for every office in the Douglas Element Long Island re- or area. And that ambassador is going to raise money for that office on the Real Menware Pink platform. And we are going to supported supportively compete right. to see who raises the most. But you know, it's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a it's a campaign of camaraderie. It's a, it's a campaign of honor. It's a, it's a campaign of distinction. You know, we wear these badges for The Real Men Wear Pink because we are not only doing what we have to do as a profession, but we're also going to be uh, showcasing our talents. And, you know, uh is going to be there hand in hand, helping me with that, uh, with her talent as well. So the segment that we came up with was... Douglas Sullivan Direct. Direct. Yes. yes. Douglas yes. Sullivan Direct is going to be something that we're going to be working on together. Uh, Rosanna and I are going to be visiting offices from the Hamptons to all the way in Queens. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this okay. campaign was great. We had a lot of fun yes. the first time that, around. That, you know, good. Kevin was a contributor to the cause. That's you know, so cool. Kevin was there as well. Um, you know, and it's just going to shine a light on, you know, what we do. I mean, you know, you, you know it. I mean, our office are different, obviously, right. but your office is beautiful. We saw what you did during the you know, back to school yeah. backpack campaign and we, we just wanted more of that. So, you know, know that's know, why know. you're here. Tell me more. I mean, it's, uh, you know, have you done anything like this before? I mean, is it something? No, I've never. No? No, okay, no. that's fine. You know, you'll be in good hands. I promise yeah. you that. I know. And I see Kevin and Evan smiling because we're so happy to be a part of this. You know, that's my true. guys are going to be helping as well. Uh, and with that, we're going to be dedicating an episode to The Real Men Wear Pink, and Rosanna and I are going to co-host with my brothers along the way, and it's going to give you an inside look of who these ambassadors are, what direction we're going, and how we're going to be serving the American Cancer Society with this campaign. So. Uh, I'm well done, really, guys. really excited. Well done. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody involved. Well uh, thank you to Katie Cardinelli. Thank you to Anne Conroy. Thank you to Scott Durkin, Howard Lorbert. You know, we are proud to be a part of this company. Uh, you know, sticking with it, it, it's it's done wonders for our business, Absolutely. I can say, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, class and distinction is what we're about. And uh, I think we're going to be able to handle this with a lot of class and distinction. But not to forget, Another reason yeah, Rosetta's just going to be a part of everything. She's going to be no, everywhere this so I'm excited. Oh, all right, we, we, yeah. we, a heavy hitter was supposed to be in okay, She came to slay, and we are excited. So, with that being said, women's empowerment. Yes, I'm
4: so excited. What's up? Yeah.
0: So, you know, again, we, we called you, you know, we didn't want anybody else. Um, you know, you're a friend to the podcast, and I think you bring a deaf, uh, a an element that us as guys will never understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? But again, it doesn't mean that we're not conscious of it. So of um, when I spoke to you about the Women's Empowerment episode, you know, tell me about, you know, what were some of your first thoughts?
4: Um, so I think it was an amazing idea. Sure. Um, I think being a female myself, yep. that sometimes we have a little bit more adversities than you guys. Okay. Um, And we have, we take on a lot more on our plate than sure. you guys. And um, sometimes... Uh, we're not always given the recognition that we deserve. Okay. Um, so I think that you guys putting this together for women in all across our industry. Of course,
0: all across our industries, yes. insurance, real estate, and financing. Please yeah.
4: Go. Um, And we've spoken
0: Morgan's. about... Right. I'm sorry, not, <laughs> <laughs> not just financing. Morgan financing, thank you. That works. Gotcha, gotcha. Um,
4: you know, we've spoken about a few of the women that we would want here, and they're sure. all powerhouses. You huh, know, they're sure. killing it yep. in their business, they're killing it at home, they're either mothers, you know, wives
0: what have you yeah um and i'm gonna start with you today's women empowerment moment Perfect <laughs> right Perfect exactly we're gonna put Rosetta on the spot oh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you some questions okay I promise you'll have the answer um <laughs> so, uh, you know you're a, a woman empowered you're a female in this industry in, a, in an office you're young you're a mother, you know, you're a homeowner. I mean, it doesn't get any more empowering than that. I mean, you know, please, uh, what do you feel are some of your hurdles? What do you feel are some of your, you know, obstacles, if any, in the industry that we're in, uh, you know, but, like, obviously, there are things
4: that happen. That, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just right off the bat, I think we are still in the male dominant world. Okay. Um, And sometimes people look at females um, mm-hmm. that, especially myself, I don't have a tenure under my belt. So they say, okay. well, oh, you're not in the industry long enough. But I also know that I've probably done more transactions than
3: like mm-hmm. some agents who
4: have been in the industry. That's <laughs> the Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that doesn't mean my experience doesn't equal my knowledge 100%. um so that's one another aspect is the safety aspect
0: which i talk about all the time right <sighs> correct um, yes So we've
4: spoken about that mm-hmm. um you know i know that you and beth had spoken about century Hundred percent. i personally like them right i think it gives it an extra layer of security rather 100%. than those little combo ones yep. where um Agreed. nobody knows where i am mm-hmm. when i logged in and mm-hmm. when i locked the house so sure. um that's another aspect that i feel is Man, you know, you don't really have to think
0: about it if you're going into 100%. a empty home. Yep. How is it? So we are going to have a lot of mothers on this panel as well. Um, I'm, I'm a father, you know, and uh, for me it's different. I think my 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 worry is that I'm so invested in my craft that I don't see my son as often as I do. I know. His schedule, so I try to rush home to put him to sleep. But, and I think my guys can attest to that as well. Uh, as a father, for me, it's just trying to make sure that I'm engaged and involved. You know, what are some of those hurdles as a mom? I don't know
4: what it is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> no. I think it's um, but it's 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 hard, you know. Sure. Even right before I came here, I picked up my daughter, I dropped her home, right. figured out who's yeah. going to watch her. You know, these are things that you know sometimes as a male you don't really have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um. But I also think it's very empowering for her to see that I'm not a stay-at-home mom. That I, sure. I am going out there and working. And Nothing wrong with stay-at-home moms. No, of but course yeah, not. No, Absolutely because, not.
0: Believe it or not, stay-at-home, yes. stay-at-home moms. Their
4: <laughs> their jobs are way harder. That and
0: the way the number that equates, I just, I don't mean to cut you off. No. But the number that equates to, if you were to put a dollar sign on a stay-at-home mom, it's about 178000 dollars.
4: Absolutely, year-free. I wouldn't doubt that. Blew me
0: away when I heard that. I was like, yeah, oh, that's words. awesome that you, that you just put a number on that, right? right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? Crazy. That's, that's how it, because people equate success with oh, what's you make a year? Yeah, great, I mean, about three hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're really successful. Okay, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean. I wish I made that. Hopefully one day I'm gonna make that. But you know, right now, if you were to put a number on that, you know, even so, oh, I'm gonna stay at home mom. very impressive. 178000 dollars yearly is what I make if I was to be somewhere in yes. a this So but, yes.
2: But but, but Rosina, to your point, to you off, but to your no. point, um, I, I do agree with the fact that um, you know, there is an empowerment to um and potentially a changing of the male dominance, right? 100 um, like percent in any in any profession, in every in any profession just really in this uh, country mm-hmm. um, to what you're doing and what mm-hmm. other mothers are doing. I know my wife, you know my wife as well. I was just about to go um, yeah, right into that. She's a mortgage loan officer and, and she tells me that all the time, how she, want to, she wants to, excuse me, empower her daughter, my stepdaughter, 100%. to feel that she has the option, not that she's forced right. to be a stay-at-home mom. Again, being a stay-at-home mom is one of the, if not the, Hardest jobs in the world, the most important jobs in the world. That's, that's right. how we all got here, right? right? But, well, but, that's but that's nonetheless, empowering your children is tremendous. So hats right. off to you for doing you
4: know, for, for so.
1: Along the same line, um, I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking about women empowerment, I'm documenting everything that you're saying. For sure. How important from a women's empowerment standpoint is it that some of these powerful women in real estate, in insurance, in mortgage finance and loan officers come together and network and share some of the information with each other. Yeah, yes. oh, Kevin.
0: Good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Kevin came to work. All right, I got you. I wasn't better.
4: Um I think that's super important um, that we all rise together, and mm. that when one of us is at the top of the ladder, we remember to reach back down and mm. help the other up. Um, and so. I've had deals with other agents, even women, um, where because we know each other, we're more inclined to do business with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole women empowerment movement—that's one of my goals—is to network with these women Absolutely. to, you know, add them to my arsenal of of people that I can, I know I can depend on you and trust. I can call yeah. them.
1: Absolutely, that's awesome. That's really, that's that's really awesome. And I'm gonna dial back community to community and pass the mic. Um, I remember we worked together on the Back to School event, mm-hmm. and one of the ideas that you shared from our network that I love, mm-hmm. and it's time for me to steal and execute, <laughs> is that your Syosset Douglas Element office, you guys were adopting a different community charity every month. Yes. Mm-hmm. So even though real men wear paint might be new to you from that mm-hmm. charity. Yeah. Your heart for being involved in the community is always there.
4: Absolutely, right. yeah. And so I've always been a charitable person. Even mm-hmm. when I was in college, I was part of New York New York City Cares, where okay. like we did back to uh, coat drives for like sure. the homeless. Yep. Um, when I worked at a bank, we used to always do like food pantries. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of in my nature. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: it's it's. I mean, giving back is obviously essential. I think um, you know with what you were doing with that campaign. Of, the Backpack giveaway was, you know, it was good, you know, I, I I, shared the same sentiment and that's why we jumped on it, that's why I called you yeah. and I think, you know, once we had, you know, that conversation I was just like, wow, somebody that, you know, I could actually talk to and vibe with and it was just natural in everything that she did. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, you know, this year with The Real Men Wear Pink, Douglas Element Direct, and the women's empowerment movement, on top of maintaining a business, <laughs> on top of being a mom, on top yeah. of you know everything else that comes with it, I think you know ha- hats off. You. you know what I mean? Hats off. Like, seriously, it's a lot. And you know the the light should you know be shined on you know successful young entrepreneurial women just like yourself. So you know I I, I don't know how else I could, to say that. I right? couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean that yeah. is
2: exactly why. We desired a an episode specifically 100%. driven towards women empowerment because it is certainly very important. We do understand that um, we all need to understand if we don't that this uh, world we live in still has male dominant traits mm. to it in mm. all aspects, and yep. uh, and it's and it and it's only through platforms like these that we're going to be able to push the narrative towards the understanding that. Women are, I'm not even say just as, are way, <laughs> more powerful, way more powerful <laughs> way more than, than we are man. as men. And yes, I respect, sir. I, respect uh, I respect you as a businesswoman yes, sir. Uh, tremendously, and everyone else that's
0: gonna be on this panel. Absolutely, you know? yeah. We are we're gonna we're gonna end with that. Um, please. Look out for this one. She is going to be all over the place as far as, you know, her dominance, even on socials and being everywhere and trying to get awareness across and helping me get awareness across uh, as my co Host on a lot of these segments that we're going to be shooting. I'm excited. I am
4: too. I am. I'm I really excited. am. I
0: think if, you know we're going to be able to visit a lot of people and touch a lot of different people and open up the doors to the the company that we work for on a grand scale. And Absolutely. I think people need to understand why we chose Douglas Elements. So right. yeah, I'm, and so
4: one of the reasons why I chose Element actually just to kind of circle back to that it. is I wanted a brokerage that was locally known but nationwide recognized. Hey. That's right. Um, and so, you know, that's uh, that's D for
0: itself. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, uh, with that, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. We appreciate you. Thank you for Rosanna Jaglao for coming you, and, you, and blessing her, or blessing us with her presence. And uh, and with that, we're gonna wrap up. Uh, remember to click and subscribe to the Real Estate Trifecta on YouTube. If you have any questions. Please hit us up on the gram. Please hit us up on uh, Gmail at the Trifecta uh, at the Trifecta at gmail.com. We appreciate you for tuning in. And remember, loyalty is royalty. Please treat people the way you want to be treated.
4: And I promise this world will be a better place. Thank you. Thank you.